Hi, welcome to the Dear Mark Project podcast. Thank you for listening. Our mission here at Dear Mark is to make social media a more honest and empowering place to be. On this podcast, we discuss a wide range of topics that tackle mental health and social media. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. Shannon, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Yeah, we're so excited to have you here today. And Shannon, please tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yep, I'm a national certified counselor and licensed professional counselor in Pennsylvania. I specialize in treating anxiety, trauma, and eating disorders. And to kind of be able to practice outside of Pennsylvania and support people's mental health, I have a mindset coaching business. I work with mainly runners and endurance athletes nationwide. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. And yeah, we're so excited to dive into this. So today we are going to be talking about body image and how to improve your relationship with it. So first off, let's set the stage, Shannon. Um, So when you are talking about body image, what exactly do you mean by this? Yes, body image is a person's perception about their physical self and their thoughts, their feelings. They can be positive, negative, or both. Um, then there we have four aspects of body image. So the first one's the way that you see yourself, your perspective. The second one is the way that you feel about yourself, um, you know, about the way you look. That's effective. And the thoughts and beliefs you have about your body, those are cognitive. And then the fourth one is the things that you do in relation to the way that you look, and that's behavioral. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's great. And so when you're talking about body image, and especially having a negative body image, how exactly does that affect our mental health? Yeah, it, so it, inf- it affects us in an unhealthy way. Um, you know, unhealthy body image, it will have that, that negative impact on the mental health. When we don't feel good about ourselves, then we do things like we avoid social gatherings, um, kind of like maybe, for example, in fear that people will bring up something about our bodies. Um, it could be, you know, something we feel like stands out about our bodies. Um, maybe other people won't notice it. It creates anxiety, embarrassment. Um, let's see, we also, you know, we focus on our insecurities and we will avoid or isolate. Um, you know, we can, you know, I get into eating disorders, we can also develop an eating disorder from having a poor body image, or we people start dieting. Um, and then of course, if we're dieting in a way that malnourishes our bodies, then that can, phys- that physically affects our brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I I thought it was really interesting when you brought up that um, having a negative body image image makes you focus on your insecurities. So I think that everyone can admit that we all have insecurities, but I think it's really interesting that when you have a negative body image, it makes you focus it focus on it a lot more. Mm hmm. Yeah. We come up with a narrative or a story that we tell ourselves about our bodies. And that story can be, you know, we're either lifting ourselves up or we're dragging ourselves down. So if we're focused on something negative about ourselves, then that can kind of, you know, it manifests, it repeats itself. 
and it can actually start to seem like a reality. Mm, okay. And I think it's really important, too, to discuss social media, because I feel like social media is so tied into how we perceive ourselves and our bodies. So how does social media impact our body image? Yep, it has a negative impact. Um, So like, you know, people post only their highs, you know, the highlights of things going on in their life. They're not documenting their struggles. Uh, People use filters and touching things up. Um, touching up their photos. So they're creating a perception of an ideal or a perfect body, which we know is not achievable. Um, But if we're constantly seeing that, then we're going to think that there's something wrong with us. There's something wrong with our bodies and we need to do something about it. Uh, All of this, it feeds back into things I've said earlier about thoughts and emotions about our bodies. Um, It just, you know, social media tends to be more harmful than helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if we're wanting to make our experience a little more positive on social media, especially regarding body image, um, what are some like practical tips or advice that you might have to make it a better positive experience? Yes, I strongly suggest, you know, it depends. We all struggle differently with our body image as far as like intensities, how much we focus on it, how much we struggle with it. So if someone's really struggling with it, I highly recommend, you know, talking to a licensed professional counselor, somebody who specializes in body image. You could also talk with someone who specializes in eating disorders because they'll also be a aware of body image issues and, um, you know, how to make, you know, promote them. Um, also practicing gratitude. Uh, you can find body gratitude medications online, um, probably on YouTube as well. Also journaling about our thoughts and emotions. Um, take what we think is negative and we have to flip that script to focus on what's unique and what our body does for us. Look at our strengths, um, focus on the things that you and other people like about yourself. And also um, like a mirror work activity would also be helpful. Uh, I recommend doing that one with a professional as well. But the mirror work activity, actually I have it next to me here. Um, So it's like looking at yourself in a mirror and you're stating I love you, I'm sorry, forgive me, and thank you. That one's, like, pretty powerful. Yeah, I know that sounds great. And I really like that you brought up gratitude and journaling as well because I think that is so powerful. I feel like it's often overlooked, even though it may be really well talked about currently. Um, So if someone is trying to get a little bit more into that, um, how would you advise them to maybe like set up their day so they're more easily to practice gratitude and journaling? It's so it's tough. This is probably one of the things I work with people the most is like, when am I going to sit down and do self care? Like, when am I going to sit down and work on my mental health? And a lot of people like to do it in the morning, and a lot of people like to do it in the evening before going to bed. Um, It could be a nice way to end your day. But, you know, mental health experts say, like, staying off of your phone in the morning when you wake up for 30 minutes. So instead of being on your phone, you could be journaling and writing gratitude. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I, some of my uh, friends and my mentors also a really big person that absolutely loves practicing gratitude. He actually gave me a uh, little journal um, that I have that's a daily gratitude journal. And one of the things that he said was really interesting is that when you start off practicing gratitude, it's not necessarily going to be easy, even though we have so many things to be grateful for in our lives. And so I think it's really important to also say that when you're starting to practice gratitude, it's not going to be easy, but it will be easier when you, you know, keep on going with it. Do you think that that's true? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, it's it's almost like starting a habit. Um, it is difficult to get started, but as you keep going, it yeah, it it's beautiful. All right, and that that's great. And so when we are starting to incorporate these changes in our lives, how can we? What are some ways that our lives will improve once we've actually made these positive changes? Yeah, and depending on how much you need to work on these things, um, perhaps it's regularly, like you said, you like to journal and practice gratitude regularly, then um, it's going to promote that healthier body image. So we're going to see things like increased self-esteem, confidence. We're going to be taking better care of ourselves, uh, self-love, gratitude, and just overall mental well-being you know, everything's going to be improved and impacted just by working on promoting that healthier body image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we are starting to improve our relationship um, with our bodies, how can we start with that? Is it more so like a mindset thing? Is it more so of just getting into the daily habits? Like what is some practical advice that you'd have for for starting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's sitting down. It's like being aware. We have, we've got to know that we're doing it in the first place. So I would start there. But yeah, having a mindset of like I'm going to work on this, and no, it's it's not easy to work on it. It's not easy to work on ourselves and to be real with ourselves and like okay, this is what needs to change, and then we can start working on those habits. So incorporating the things I had mentioned, that practicing gratitude, um, going to see a counselor. I know it's so difficult to reach out to somebody, but it's like if you need to do it, then please do it. Um, And, you know, self-care. When someone works with me, one of the things I discuss with them first is usually self-care and making sure that they are promoting healthy things. You know, they're they're eating balanced and regular meals. You know, they're not starving themselves. You know, due to something from their body image and things like that. It just it takes time to to put everything together. Um, but it, just you know, stick with it and seek help if you need help with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's tough to get started, but it's so absolutely worth it to actually start that process because you're going to see so much benefit and so much value out of that, out of the person that you become um, going through that hardship. And especially when it comes to social media, what tips or advice do you have for navigating social media while we're trying to our love ourselves and our bodies? Yeah, I would say pay attention to how social media impacts you. You know, Again, being aware, like, how does it impact your body image? This is something really good to journal about. Um, you know, 
follow accounts that promote healthy body image. Follow people who are authentic. Follow people who will lift you up. Um, and then, of course, unfollow the harmful, unhelpful content and people as well. Um, yeah, I feel like you know, just using social media to promote your body image and, you know, use it for good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's really powerful advice. And I always like to ask everyone that comes on here that um, brings up um, unfollowing social media accounts that may be hurtful or detrimental to you. Because um, I think everyone has uh, very different advice when it comes to understanding who you should unfollow. Because I think that with any social media account, there's going to be possibly a lot of good things they're posting and maybe some things that are not so good. But how can we make that distinction between an account that we should be following versus an account that we should not be following? Yeah, I would follow anybody who seems extreme as far as, um, you know, talking about the way they look or saying bad things about themselves or saying bad things about other people's uh, bodies or other people in general. Anybody who uh, talks a lot about dieting and what you should and shouldn't do, um, we fall into a trap with those that should word. Um, It's a cognitive distortion sometimes and we're like, we should be doing this or we should look like this, when in reality, it's, it's just not. Um, so we need to be aware of who's posting content like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, just to, uh, take us out, I would love to ask you, what is your personal favorite one tip or one piece of advice for a just general, uh, healthier and happier social media experience? I would say I'm always telling people to come up with like a a toolbox sort of um, just like a metaphor of things that will support your mental health and social media is one of those things. So, you know, like I said, you follow the accounts that are going to be helpful. Follow, um, you know, small private practices. A lot of people actually post really good content on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and, um, you know, blogs, you know, subscribe to a few blogs as well and, you know, get those emailed to you. I think that's one of the best ways that we can support our mental health on social media. And then you have that toolbox built up, like, okay, look at all of these professionals, here's what they're saying, and, you know, you're getting all of that good stuff from them that you can do. And of course, share, you know, share their content with other people so they can see it. Yeah, I think that's so powerful because I feel like the more accounts, the more positive accounts that you're following or subscribing to those really positive newsletters, the more chances that you're allowing yourself to be positively impacted and influenced throughout your day. So if you're following, you know, 20 accounts that are really great versus two, you're going to have 18 more great chances, like per day if they're posting every single day, which most accounts are, um, to have, you know, a really good experience with that. So I think that is so powerful, Shannon. So thank you. Um, and please tell the viewers how to get um, in touch with you and uh, anything you have going on in your life. Yeah, so you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram. 
YouTube at, you know, Finish Stronger Counseling. Um, also, just type in my name. You'll find all sorts of... Uh, I'm all over all social media. Um, <laughs> and as far as, um, I guess, my blog, I'll mention that. So, finishstrongercounseling.com is my professional counseling website. And I have a blog there with over 100 articles and resources that I've written over the years. Um, things that I actually do with my clients. There's downloadable worksheets and you know, journal prompts, all sorts of things there. Um, and then Finish Stronger Mindset Coaching is my other, that's like my um, runners and endurance athletes that I like to work with. So I have a Facebook account there. And um, Instagram is Be Short Run Ultra. Uh, what else? Oh, and I have a blog for that as well. So Finish Stronger Mindset Coaching has a blog. Now, I do share general mental health things on there, but specifically I dig into things that we can do during our races or as athletes, kind of like mindset and, um, you know, some pretty cool just like sports performance techniques. Well, great. We will have all of that in the description below for all of your links. And again, thank you so much, Shannon, for sharing this super valuable advice with us today. Yeah, thanks, Maria. Thanks for listening. To learn more about how to make social media a more honest and empowering place to be, follow us on Instagram at the Dear Mark Project and visit our website, dearmark.co. Stay tuned every week for a new episode. Thanks again for tuning in.